Welcome back to the Bacon Warrior Podcast. It has been a minute. Uh, we apologize. A lot has happened since we last recorded. Lucas Whitney is now a father. Congratulations, Yay. Lucas. Thanks, guys. Great to be back. It feels it feels one more thing of normalcy, even though I have a schedule now. You know, we can always work this in. So we're, it's like Michael Jordan said in that fax, uh, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> so, because we haven't cored in a while, we have a ton to touch on. Uh, our friend Spartan Ryan may or may not be joining us at some point. Yeah, uh, We'll see. Uh, but right off the top, uh, you may have seen it on our Twitter account, um, but we are officially a part of the Big Banter Network. Uh, we were reached out to... Um, by someone within the organization, they uh, they express interest in, in bringing us into the fold. And after hearing them out, hearing their pitch, um, we have accepted. Uh, as far as changes go, nothing is changing. Our recording schedule isn't changing, obviously. Um, the content of the podcast um, is not changing on a base level. Um, what this what this move will allow us to do is basically to have us be able to have conversations with other people from other Big Ten teams that we can welcome on and and discuss matchups and just general conference shenanigans with. So uh, it's a move we feel good about. Not a single goddamn thing is changing. And uh, yeah, I. We've already we're already kind of integrating. I went on the the uh, Ohio podcast, oh. uh, Eric, Eric with Eric Boggs. We discussed uh, we discussed kind of expectations and stuff for this season. Shuck off the podcast rust a little bit before letting her rip today. So uh, it was a lot of fun, and you know that's just a little taste of what's to come in the future for 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 Bacon Wire and the Big Banter Network. Synergy, Big Ten synergy, Big Ten synergy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. It was, uh, kind of came around the time my daughter was born and then we just kind of sat on it. But, you know, once we heard their pitch, you know, it was pretty simple. It was, I think it was an easy yes. And and I'm excited to be a part of their network and, you know, build something and just be a part of a cool system. Like that's kind of what it boils down to for me. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, let's do it. Um, so let's let's get into the main, the beefy part of the pod. Um, football has picked up some steam, and over the last couple weeks since we last recorded, um, Nick Marsh stayed home. He decommitted just to check his options. Um, the four-star receiver stayed home. Committed, recommitted back to us on Friday. It was pretty much expected. Penn State made a push, but you know, despite one of the bozos from their end um, saying that no one wanted to be in East Lansing, Nick Marsh wanted to be in East Lansing. So uh, eat a fat dick. All due respect. Actually, no respect. You suck. Um, Anthony Carey also committed a couple about a, two weeks earlier. Scooter. Yep, Scooter. Uh four star running back out of Florida, out of Tampa. Um, and we also I mean we had quite a bit of commits. 
Like Reggie, Reggie Powers, a three-star safety from Dayton, Ohio, committed in mid-June. We had Justin Denson, a three-star quarterback, commit in, on July 4th. Man, tons of people. Ah, and I totally forgot. Um, the son of Tim, uh, Matt Hasselbeck, Henry Hasselbeck out of Massachusetts, three-star quarterback committed on June 30th. We kind of it kind of seemed like once people saw him on our radar, it was kind of over from what it looked like. It looked like it was pretty much a lock that he was coming here. Who was there any other team pushing for him pretty hard? Boston College. Boston That's College, great. because Hasselbeck he's a legacy. Uh, he was yeah. a he was a really good lacrosse player who was going to go to um, he was mm. actually I think committed to Maryland to play lacrosse which Maryland's an elite lacrosse, lacrosse program. Interesting, kind of interesting. Um, yeah, we had Sire Torrance, three star wideout out of Syracuse, Mercer Mercer Luneski, right? Yep, the Luneski brothers, the Luneski yeah, brothers, brothers. Lu- Mercer and Charlton. Out of Cincinnati, committed on the twenty sixth, um, and then I think I think Cameron Campbell, uh, three star corner out of Tampa. I think I got everybody. So welcome, welcome everybody to the Spartan Dog family. Uh, currently, we have the forty seventh ranked class on two four seven. Uh, whatever you know, we'll just see what happens. Um, I'll let you guys take over on talking about football now. Well, the thing is, they're at 47 just because they only have 12 commits. Right. Um, but, you know, that was probably going to happen just because it was not until June, until all the official visits and everything, uh, that guys were going to start coming to campus and, and experiencing it and realizing, you know, meeting the coaches, building those relationships, that sort of thing. Like, that's that's why it was just there weren't so many commits in the class and that number's uh, grown exponentially uh in the past couple of weeks uh, because they've been doing such a good job. You know, they filled the recruiting department, finally made some good hires. So uh, that department has turned around pretty quickly. I mean, a couple months ago, it wasn't very good, but you know, once, once uh, official visit season came in, they, uh, the staff realized, I think they reconciled a lot of the mistakes they made last year. Didn't shoot for uh, these high level kids. They had no shot at, and uh, they are, they went with a lot more realistic targets, really good ones still, uh, and it's worked a lot better in their favor. So some of the things I wanted to see, I've been able to see. Keeping Marsh home is good. Uh, winning that one is an in-state battle. He is very, very good. Scooter Carey's cool. They got him over South Carolina and North Carolina. Uh, and he's a, he's a Florida kid. Florida kids are pretty good at football. Uh, Dennis was a good find. Andrew Dennis by... Uh, Chris Kapilovich got a fourth star, should get one soon, I guess, on 247. So it's been good so far. Let's see if they keep that momentum going. It appears they may be the team to beat for a top 104 star running back, uh, Jason Brown. That should be cool. So we'll see if we'll see if they can close that one out. But, uh, you know, as we always say, there's still lots of time to go until signing day. So we'll see. But I like the momentum right now. Yeah, I here's where i'm at it's encouraging to see um but until we get until the nlis are faxed in and shit i mean until they're like until they're on campus even you know it's just like nobody is like nobody is is an msu spartan 
right? It, they're not until they s- deliver their the NLI, they step on campus and they pad up for spring practice. It's nothing's guaranteed. Um, and, you know, ultimately, I, I'm of the mind that, uh, you know, the staff is doing a good job course correcting after kind of after kind of a disastrous start to building this 2024 class. Uh, they still have a long way to go in my mind. And, and they have to be able to, uh, they have to be able to produce some on-field results, you know, in, in the fall, because if these guys, because these guys just aren't going to stop getting recruited, right? It's not like the good old days where as soon as a guy gave a commitment, it's over, they, they back, other coaches backed off. That age is done. Thank you, Urban, for that. Uh, but it, if MSU goes out there and struggles again and they're not giving chances to younger guys, they're struggling with the with some of the with some of the remaining D'Antonio holdovers and the Tucker Zoom class, like all those kids are gonna get it piped in their ear. So they gotta be able to they gotta be able to to show they they gotta start to, they gotta start showing their work on the field. It's kind of where I'm at. Um and Tucker, in my mind, Tucker's gotta land David Stone in order for me to care about recruiting again. It otherwise it's just a crapshoot and wake me up. You know, wake me up when these guys are on campus. It's just I I can't care about recruiting anymore. I just can't. I I just don't. I just can't. I it's 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 just too too much. It's too much. That's fair. I mean, the game's changed just dramatically in the last two years. Makes it harder to care about when when a kid could decommit at any time. I I understand that. Um, yeah, David Stone, I'm. I'm not going to get my hopes up, and it's nothing the staff is doing. I just, I think he's going to Oklahoma. I really do. I, I don't see him coming here, and I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope this gets clipped and I eat my crow. But I don't, I don't see him coming here. I really don't. I don't. I have no idea, truly. And I mean, everything I've read or listened to has said he doesn't know either. Even though he does say he could commit soon, I really think that recruitment does not stop until he signs. So. Yeah, that's going to be months. I think it's going to be a couple more months. Same thing with Dylan Williams, probably, who just committed to uh, Oregon over us. Oh, yeah. We were in the lead, and then, like, Oregon made a late push, right? It can change in an instant. Yeah. It's a fluid game. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's it's a kid making a really tough decision, and just the, the playing field is so much different now compared to just even three years ago or two years ago. Um. It's 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 exhausting to keep tabs on. Um, see any other football developments? Have did did we talk about the Penn State game being moved to Ford Field? I don't think so. Yeah, um, and how I don't, shitty that is. I don't think so. So here here's where I'm at with it. I was I was pretty pissed when it was first announced. Yeah, me too. Um, I think they're handling it the right way with ticket holders. Right. Um, especially with the students, like just like giving the students the opportunity to, 
giving the students like early access to tickets, I think is is the right call, right? Because there's so many students here. There are so many students who go to MSU from the Metro Detroit area. So I I do think that's the right call. Yeah. I mean, ultimately it's ultimately it's just the nature of the beast in college football. Um but again, like I, I, I said this, it's you know, why are we bending over backwards for a conference who consistently fucks us over? I don't I don't understand that. Like the Big Ten is just the Big Ten never ever like goes out of their way to help MSU with anything in any sport, especially yeah. football. So like I don't understand why. I don't understand why we're why we're making these concessions. I mean, it's just I guess it's just the TV contract, right? Yeah, like it's the Peacock deal. Yeah, Alan. I mean, Alan Holler can sleep at. I mean, if Alan Alan Holler is going to go to sleep with a hundred million dollars to use on the athletic department, so yeah, it is what it is. But Ryan Spartan Ryan has joined us. What's up, fellas? Hey, bud. Um, real quick, we we're going to move on. Uh, we talked about the recruiting class for 24, all like Nick Marsh and all the recent recruits. Any uh, any insight you want to add? Uh, I know people, including SD, were pretty pissed off about Dylan Williams. <laughs> <laughs> but my what? issue that I have, the, the, my issue that I have with you, SD, is that you're they're pissed off about Dylan Williams. They're saying, "Oh, you can't get excited about Marsh until signing day." Come on, dude, you can't have it both ways. And it's it's like I don't know I I just don't <laughs> like I just can't like in my mind when I think about MSU Twitter accounts uh, getting excited about recruiting it's it's eating a pancake every day it's eating pancakes every day <laughs> like I just can't like I can't I can't get it out of my head I can't separate one from the other I'm just so like I'm so burned out. I'm recruiting. It, it's ridiculous. Oh, I think that they're at least trending in the right direction. I'm not worried about the recruiting. It's the stuff on the field that I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah no. The between, between Peyton Thorne outright saying that he gave the staff an ultimatum and they wouldn't make him QB1. And, and the recruiting and the recruiting momentum. Like, I'm starting to I'm starting to go in the correct direction as far as optimism for the staff goes. Uh, but that'll all be wiped out if Kate and Hauser is in QB one. <laughs> that far because you gotta at least see what if Noah Kim does win the job, you at least gotta see what he can do. Like Noah it, Kim Noah Kim could be QB one as long as it also comes with Jay Johnson's resignation. Ah. Uh. It's, uh, that's a bit of a because stretch there, if buddy. we're paying a guy a million dollars a year and his main recruiting priority is quarterbacks, and he brings in two quarterbacks who can't bring out who can't beat out a late era D'Antonio recruit, and his All play right. call and he's calling and he's calling late developing counters on fourth and one. What the fuck is he getting paid a million dollars? Hey, for? I can agree with you on the Jay Johnson play calling part. However, there is stuff with Noah Kim where he was. He, he was actually about to blow up. He went 41-2 and two as a starter in high school, and he broke his leg. So oh. 
Yes. So that was part of the reason why he wasn't recruited to, at the level he maybe should have been. You get like a so first that's just something here. I like it. <laughs> Let me be very, very clear, SD. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to play at least. I, you're playing devil's advocate here. I'm being the angel, so you know yeah. we gotta we gotta balance it out a little bit here. Uh, Give me Noah Kim. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he wins the job to say that Jay should lose his job because Noah Kim's the starting quarterback is a bit of a stretch. Although I agree with you on the play call. Okay, Ryan. Uh, one question. I think it's a no. Do you think we're gonna get David Stone eventually? Um. I don't see it, but I but I I probably feel more optimistic about it than you guys do. I mean, well, maybe he's the Carter. most Carter. Carter seems like I think Carter's somewhat optimistic. About he's it, but... he's the five star. I feel the most optimistic we can land. I really that if if that's any concern. Yeah, but he's like the only one. He's the only one that we're going after right now. Yeah. So just good, but yeah, yeah. it's it's good that we're honing in on one guy instead of focusing on several five stars. Like you just. That were never yeah. coming. You get like last cycle. You yeah, get that were never coming. Yeah, they were going after all these five stars listed. Yeah. They're never coming. Like you're putting all your eggs in a Harold Perkins basket. That's a pipe <laughs> dream. So then what you're doing is missing out on all these other guys and you're kind of taking them late in that cycle. And then you're realizing, okay, well, we don't actually want these guys. So they start to leave and you let them go be recruited elsewhere. And that's, uh, you know, that's a bad that's strategy. A... And they, and they, and they, and they recouped pretty well towards the end of the 2023 cycle. But that, they, and they realized this year. They realized this year that that is not a sustainable recruiting that, that philosophy. Was, that was that was a Khalif Seed problem, by the way. That was all him. Yeah, that was a that was a Saeed. What was the nickname you had for him? Saeed oh, Saeed Quinn. <laughs> College Bob. Quinn. That's actually pretty good. That's funny. Um. I really like how they've rebuilt the recruiting department. I, I think Deat Horn's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, he is. he's I, doing an awesome job. Like, if, I think they realize that if you get that one five star, the floodgates could open. Not like saying tons and tons of coming, but if you see if one five star sees David Stone going there, they might go, "Well, let's take a look at Michigan State." It at least gets us more attention. What Emily, I also want to see. What Emily, I cover wanna... your ears for thirty seconds. Oh God, do I have to edit? No. Okay. Um, hiring attractive as soon as they hired attractive women back to back for oh my God. That's how I knew Tucker was serious about turning the recruiting department hey, around. Um, yes, he doesn't listen, but I agree with you. <laughs> you're you're okay. right. You're absolutely right, Emily. You can uncover your ears now. <laughs> I'll put it in the description, Emily. Okay, can you read this. That is that is you know kind of true. Not gonna lie, it's it's correct. Um, I I mean I do I think the recruiting has definitely been more refined and sharpened. I I agree with that. Um, it's just nice. It's nice to see, but um, you know it it man, we don't have much longer before the first game. I'm getting pretty excited, man. I'm excited. Yeah, less than two months. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, yeah, I got that day off work, so I'm going to be coming early. Um, oh, I'm definitely taking that day off. Yeah, I got I'm day off work. work. <laughs> um, let's see. So, or yeah, we were we were talking about the uh, the Penn State game being moved to Ford Field. My opinion was I was pretty pissed, like everyone else was at first, but then 
when MSU said we're going to offer the alternative, you know, you can buy tickets at a rate equivalent to what you pay for your seat at Spartan Stadium. I felt like, okay, that's a fair trade-off. Because it's not like yeah, Ford, I agree. it's not like Ford Field's gonna go, yeah, give the season ticket holders a free ticket to where they want in the field. You know, that's there's no way it's gonna happen. But um yeah, I think they they handle it a lot better. They should have done that right off the bat. Yeah, that was my. I was pissed off because I thought they were gonna they were gonna upsell us. For those they should have just been like, "Hey, we're moving this game to Ford Field. We can't just give you a ticket, but we'll give you a really, really good rate equivalent to where you sit at the Spartan Stadium." That's that. I have no problem with that. That was yeah. that was the one thing that I was really. I, I wasn't happy they moved the game in the first place. To be honest, just it's kind of cool. it's it's it is cool, but it's. For me personally, it's just super inconvenient because well, I well, yeah, you live I, in I, Lansing. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, I get it because I for Metro Detroiters, this is like they have to do this every week. I did it for a whole year. It sucked. But uh, yeah, I've got to go up north. I, I have to work on Thanksgiving, go up north for <laughs> Thanksgiving, come back down, get my tailgating shit, probably in in East Lansing, and then go to Detroit. So yeah, I might- it's gonna be a pain. I might go to the game. I might drop the baby off at uh, my in-laws and head to Detroit in the a- afternoon. The I'll probably go. 8 o'clock, right? I think it's 8 p.m. 8, 8, 8, 8 o'clock or 7.30 or something. I think like I might that. do it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. And also we're Depends gonna- on how the team is. If they suck, yeah. I'm not going. Yeah. Go ahead, Carter. Sorry. And also we're going to win that game, by the way. Ooh. I hope you're right. That's a, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a oh, I like that. Yeah, if we there lose are two brains. things I will never do. I don't care. I will never say that we're taking a loss to Michigan, and I will never say we're taking a loss to Frames Janklin. I don't care. I don't care <laughs> what happens. I don't care if that happened last year. I will never accept such a thing. I can't my, do both again in the same year. We need we need to get one of them. Need to get my get, need to get one of those four tough tough games we have. Yeah my my last my last two Ford Field experiences uh, were. Uh, we're watching the Lions beat the Packers. I was sitting in the Packers section with my buddy who's a Packers fan. And watching Rodgers go on that final drive and him come up short and watching it. It's like this is for Lucas only. It's like in The Simpsons with Ralph Wiggum. It's like you could see the exact moment where his heart breaks. And like Bart's like, frame by frame. <laughs> That's what it was like. I, I I watched that happen like 300 times to 300 different Packers fans. It was awesome. And then it was, and then my second experience was the Eras Tour, which was like a top three experience in my life. Last time I was at Ford Field, I went for the Monday night opener. The Jets kicked the absolute shit out of the Lions. That was oh yeah when when we got when the Lions got the pick six to go up seven nothing and then yeah that game to fourteen the Patricia era yeah, they got their ass. Off great. What, what left that game left that game in the beginning I was watching that with my father in law I was watching that my father in law who's the biggest Lions fan I know and he's like oh my god this is gonna be amazing then like it was like the SpongeBob thing thirteen minutes later just <laughs> that game was oh, uh, not fun felt so bad for him. not a fun um, game. Yeah, so uh, I'm, 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 I might go to the game. Might try to, I'm, you know, if if we can get tickets, I might try to. Um, as long as we're five and six going into that game, I'll go. Man, I don't know. That's gonna scare me if we're five and six. I mean, we were last year. Um, I think we're going seven and five, but we'll save that for for later. I said seven. And, I said seven and five. That's seven and five. Um, I'm sitting in a firm sort of six and six range right now. Bowl eligibility. Okay. 
That's all I want. This That's year, that was of, all I want. Make it's kind of where we're leaning. Um, has Okay, Ryan, you've been our on-the-ground, boots-on-the-ground. We couldn't get GP Sparty on the pod, so we had to stop <laughs> the video. Um, we couldn't get Gary on the pod. So um, you've been to Moneyball. You went to, what, two nights? or I don't both, know. Three both times. Now. Both times. So they've had two, and I've been to both. What are your what are your thoughts on on our basketball team, or what do you think so, on the guys? So, in, in fairness to me, both times I was there, I might have been high off my ass. So, um, <laughs> you might not get the greatest analysis ever. But Cohen Carr is very good. He's a very good basketball player. I mean, that was the one thing I was like, this dude is legit. He he's the best dunker by far that we've had since Miles Bridges. Like, it's not even close. He's really good. Um, Jeremy Fears is more athletic than I thought he was. Uh, he can definitely oh. get up. I was not expecting that. I can't wait to see him. I cannot he's gonna wait be, to see him. And he's not going to play a lot this year, which is the crazy thing. The floor, like, he'll, yeah. get, he'll probably get like 10, 15 minutes a game, but he's not going to be like – it's going to be like Trey Holloman was this past year. He's going to be in every game. Oh, for sure. He'll be in no every doubt. game. For sure. Uh, too much tenacity, too much competitiveness to stay off the court. Yeah, he'll he'll play. He will definitely play. Just I don't think he's going to play a ton of minutes, which is okay. Hopefully, he sticks around. You know, that's the one thing you worry about with the portal nowadays. But he seems like a guy who would stick. But uh, and Carson Cooper, I'm sure you guys have seen the stuff on Twitter about him. Yeah. He looks like a completely different player. Seriously, I and I know it's money ball. It's hard to take much of anything away from it. But Carson Cooper looks really good. I think he's going to take a big step forward this year. Any Tum Tum three point shot updates? No, <laughs> no. I, I I was trying to think of uh, who I would think of on this team that would like you shoot a three that's a smaller guy and you're like what the hell? But I couldn't think of anybody comparable to Tum Tum, <laughs> so it was that was kind of disappointing. Body shot a couple threes, looked really ugly. Make a single one. Oh, buddy, I really hope that doesn't. <laughs> I love summer best. <laughs> that will not happen in a game. I you saw Joel Embiid doing it in the playoffs and was like, I can do that. It was pretty funny watching him shoot those. So I was like, yeah. I imagine what it looks I'm like. I'm glad Izzo does not come to these because he would be like, holy shit. Someone someone <laughs> definitely told him, and Izzo's going to come up to him with the first practice be like, don't fucking do that shit in a game where your ass is out. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. I yeah, I read the whole thing about Cohen Carr, and I've been. Ex- I can't wait for him to lay a dunk when we're absolutely steamrolling Michigan at Chrysler Arena. Dude, yeah, I cannot so wait for that. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be like bench clearing time, and Cohen's gonna but, get lobbed from feet. But Lucas, have you read the stuff about Michigan's basketball team? Apparently, everybody on their team is an All American. Oh, I don't fucking Yeah, know. I, I saw something that's like, oh, T Wolves like first T ball. Dude, I was like, <laughs> come on. You have got to be kidding me. Like, that, I, I get I get hyping up in Guam or whatever the hell his name is, the transfer from Tennessee. He's, he's actually a pretty good player. He's a good player, yeah. You're yeah, gonna, gonna tell me you're gonna try to type up hype up Terrence Williams. I can't take you seriously. No. Sorry, dude. T Will T Wolf season. Oh, Wasn't that God, one bum who transferred so there was like 25 years old from Seton Hall or something? Oh, Trey Jackson. I, I made a joke uh, when they took him. I was like, did uh, Juwan think Trace Jackson Davis under the portal? <laughs> <Not> Trey Jackson. Because <laughs> I was like, we have, we have Trace Jackson Davis at home. Yeah. 
Um, he is, dude. Yeah, he's not an employer. Like, no. uh, like legitimately no. not good. Is there a chance we split with Michigan again? Yeah, I mean, you never know. What I, there's, a, of course, there's a chance. We it's, it's lose college there. basketball, but the chances of us sweeping them are more likely than them sweeping us. I think that's oh, a obviously fair thing. yes. And I'm, I'm on the take of we're gonna fucking go in there and beat the shit out of them. We are going to beat the living fuck. Dude, out. we're due for a win there. The last time we won there was Cash Junior year. Ago. year. Yeah, I was at I was at that game. That game was fucking awesome, dude. That game was sick. I just watched at home and I'm like, wow, this team might be pretty fucking good. That's kind of when I felt like we could right. really be good. Um oh, that was that was well worth the like hundred dollars. How did, how, did, uh, how, did how did Booker look? You know he looks good. He's he's uh he's the athletic building is legit. He can shoot a little bit. I mean he's he's a good player. He's just I, I get why people are saying, hey, this guy might be around for a couple of years because he's not. Yeah, he's definitely skinnier than Jaron. Like <laughs> when Jaron came in, he's skinnier than Jaron was. So he's got he's definitely got to put some weight on. That's one of his issues. Um, yeah, I mean, but I, I mean, he looked really good. He's, I mean, he's re- he's really athletic. He can shoot from the outside a little bit. You know, he's he's a good player. He's going to be an NBA player. Like, there's no doubt about it. It's just a matter of when it all clicks for him, and if he can take his own coaching. I think that's and that's part of the reason why he came to MSU, isn't it? Because he wants to be coached yes. by Izzo, and yeah, Izzo has had developed a relationship with him before a lot of the other schools came in. And and he's he needs that because he yeah. needs to get toughen up. So he's raw. He that's, a, that's it. Yeah. He's raw, and that's okay. Right. That's okay right. because the great thing is is they don't need him to play like a lot soon. Yeah, he can know, play 15, got... 20 minutes a game, and yeah. they're good. You know, they don't need him to play. Come in and play thirty plus minutes a game, which is great. It's perfect for him. Great situation. Yeah, yeah. The great thing I like about this team is that. You know the the it's a it's the top three of Tyson, AJ Hogard, and uh, Akins, and those guys have embraced that. They're like, yeah, we know that you know this team goes where we go, and they're they're taking that on. I like it for I, sure. Uh, Garrett Norman, I'm gonna shout him out because he's a friend of my podcast. He's my brother in my family. A brother. Um, yes. He did not. He did. He wasn't there this past week, but he was there the week before. He's pretty athletic. Like I was. Like I knew he was. He could get up, but man, he's pretty, pretty, pretty athletic dude. I mean, he might not play a lot this year, but he's going to be if he sticks around. Uh, he's going to be a good player in like three, like year three, year four. So, kind of yeah. like uh, my brother time. and my. He, I'm I'm staying. I'm gonna he, I'm gonna become uh the new. I'm gonna become a uh, Jesus. Uh, Garrett's biggest fan. I'm gonna become Don the Don Thomas of Michigan State's mm-hmm. fan for Garrett Norman. So, oh, just well, you kind of. Just he should be thankful you didn't say the Shauna. <laughs> you at, uh, at, at Garrick Norman fan. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, no. I make it be known. I became I was a Garrick Norman fan before she was. Okay. So. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, we we have a couple white nope. guys on this team. She might latch on. Don't, yeah, she's don't. coming. She's coming back, boys. She's coming back. Don't don't hate don't hate on Ryan's fave. No slander will be no, no slander on their name will be tolerated. No, but Ryan, you mentioned uh you mentioned Carson Cooper looking different physically. And and that's that honestly is is one of the more encouraging things I've 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 heard out of Moneyball because I I've I've seen a few tweets uh out of there. I I thought, you know, 
you know, if Carson Cooper just like there are some points, especially early early in the season, um, all big freshmen kind of look like this where they kind of look like a baby deer trying to stand up on ice. Right. It's just like, you know, they, they're not comfortable in their body yet. They're getting adjusted to the speed of, of the college game. Uh, but hearing that Carson Cooper is able to put some weight on, maintain it, right? Because we're still waiting for Marcus Bingham to hold on to those 20 pounds. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> we're still, we're, any day now, any day now, Marcus Bingham is going to gain 20 God. pounds. Dude, t- t- I was, I, I was like, I hyped him up more than anybody. Oh, oh my God. I thought he was going to be so good. Nope. Sorry, I zoned out for a sec. Bingham. Bingham. He he just couldn't put weight on. and He could have been useful on this team, too. He could have been useful this last year. Could have used him. He just – I don't know if he – it's not like he could've, couldn't take his own coaching. Could have blocked some of those bozo shots that Noel was putting up. Oh, my God. Just saying, Dude, yeah, I'm just saying. I saw, I saw multiple Why are you booing me? I'm game. right. <laughs> Dude, I saw multiple – tweets about that game in the past week and I got so pissed. <laughs> like, the, no. The more we get away from that one, the more I feel like we let a trip to the national championship game slip. Yeah, UConn would have destroyed us. Oh yeah, we would have gotten smoked by him. But yeah. I mean you never know. But like I'm not saying we would have won that game, but like it just makes me think like we could have taken what was it, Ford Atlantic and then seen the yeah. I'm like, we could have taken them like easy. But, I still think I still think FAU would have beat us. Yeah, yeah, that would have been that would have been a tough game. But um, anyway, uh, whatever. Not interested anymore. Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, oh, the Tigers. Uh, the Tigers <laughs> entered the draft with the third pick. Did not in, in an MLB draft that was three prospects deep, and then picked a high schooler. They picked a TikTok <laughs> kid. Wait, did they draft? It was the draft tonight? Yeah. Who they, did they, draft- they didn't pick. They didn't pick Skeen. Was he there? Skeen's no. went one. Cruz went two, and they passed on Langford. Dude, you've got to be kidding me! What in the Alavilla, world? Alavilla intercepted oh. the call. Yeah, Scott Harris had Wyatt Langford on the call, what and then, the like, hell he was ready he to doing? put it in, and then Alavilla just grabs his wrist and is like, "No, high school kid." Uh, dude, that's what Al did all the time. Remember, he dra- drafted Jackson Job. Yep. There was that's like he saw the need development. He's like, I like that last name, Job. What's funny is Marcelo Mayer is like about to break through the majors. I think like at the end of this year. Is Job even year. in Triple A? No. Or, no. No, he's not even in Single A. Wow. Are you serious? He, he, this is what his third year in the organization. He's not. Oh my God, Jesus! I knew that pick sucked, but God damn. Well, the really good news is that no one has to die because Alex DeBrincat is being traded to the Detroit Red Wings as we speak, and he signed a four-year extension. <laughs> um, you know, the the our national nightmare is over. He is a Red Wing. Um, Lewis doesn't have to tweet about it every five seconds now. I am I am thrilled because I think the Red Wings are going in the right direction, and I'm going to say it. We're going back to the playoffs. We're back. The Yankees of hockey are coming back to the playoffs. It's been, what, almost 10 years? We're going back. We're going back to the playoffs. Just you just write it down. I've never been wrong on this podcast. Never, ever. Never, yeah. never, never taken it out. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, 
Well, we got a little bit of time. Um, in Lions news, I saw yeah. a video of Jared Goff hitting Amon Ra with his eyes closed. <laughs> so that was cool. That was nice. Lions, I enjoyed that. The Lions hype. And, uh, you know, our good friend Sparty Mike saw Dan Campbell. Yes. He, that, that's pretty cool. He went, He was also at the no-hitter game yesterday. Yeah. Like, does this guy have a fucking job? He's, dude, he's a doctor, man. He's a, He definitely has a job. Does he sleep? <laughs> I don't think he does. Like, holy shit, Mike. Like, get some rest, dude. His sleep is when he his sleep is when he stops flexing and put his arms at his side. <laughs> Whenever he does that, that that's, hey, the, that's does, his body's equivalent to sleeping. Normally only does that at football games. So um, um what do you, did he I bet Dan Campbell's a monster compared to him. Oh, he's definitely a monster. It's a behemoth. Dan Campbell could have probably eaten him. As a, for the game, I don't know. Chad Latz is pretty ripped. I don't know. Like we're not. No, we're not. We're not going there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not... I'm gonna go ahead. This is this is the other thing coming out of the other side of the hiatus. I am banning Chad Latz discourse on the oh, Bacon Wire podcast moving forward. <laughs> it's it's gonna happen where he gets canceled. And um, we're just... dude, he should have been he canceled sh- like five times. He sent pictures of his penis to a minor. <laughs> Well, he didn't know it was a minor because he's a global idiot. Oh, but yes, I remember seeing that, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I unfortunately saw that too. <laughs> I just, I kind of had to put the phone down for a little bit. I had no words, um, and I'm sure it's going to get clipped, and he's going to get offended that we don't like seeing his penis, like he did the last time to us. Chad, I still support you. Um, I just, I just don't support that. Well. We'll, we'll let you be, Ryan. We'll make that okay. your official stance. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're still in it. Chad, you do dumb shit, but I like you. Yeah. Chad, you have a standing invite down to the Spartan Crazies podcast. You are banned. <laughs> no, you're... we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ryan has texted me saying he needs you on the pod. So yeah, no, you no. got to come yeah. on there, man. I know you're on vacation. I heard and... Tim. I heard Tim agree to a Bible study segment where Chad just gets to come on and interpret <laughs> Bible verses. <laughs> oh my god and then this is what happens when we take an extended absence i just have all these in the chamber it just i don't have a regular oh i don't have a regular outlet um i mean so what what did you guys think of the northwestern stuff that came out yesterday okay pat Fitzgerald should be fired yes that's just just let's just leave it at that he should be well and here's another thing he went three and nine in 2021 and last year he won won 11. yeah he's pretty warm yeah he was already i mean northwestern fans don't really give a shit about athletics period but no you know that even it's really bad he needs to go it's a mess so I I kind of have <clears throat> I kind of have a unique perspective. I guess not unique, but I have a I guess I have a, a more uh, informed perspective on this because for those who don't know, my high school alma mater w- was De La Salle, <laughs> and if you don't know what happened at De La Salle, not the same type of thing, but a similar situation occurred in the locker room at De La Salle. And the head coach at the time, who had won back-to-back state titles and was going for a third, was fired. They dropped out of the playoffs. 
And I felt that was the right decision. Others disagreed with me, but my reasoning is this, right? As the head coach of a program, it is your responsibility to know what is going on within the premises of your program, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly. You cannot be in charge of over a hundred young men and not know what goes on in the locker room after practice. If you, because if you do know and you let it happen, you're a monster. And if you don't know and let it happen, you're an idiot and are not qualified to be in charge of a hundred young men. All right. So this is kind of screwed up shit, but I saw a Photoshop today of Fitz with Bo Paterno, and I can't remember. It was a couple other guys. I was like, Devotee. holy shit. Devotee. Uh, yeah, it was like, oh my, yeah. It's it's bad, dude. Like, you just can't, like, if you know about that, yeah, like you said, you're just a dumbass, and if you don't know about it, you just don't, you're not paying attention to your locker room enough. It's pretty simple. Like, either way, it's a fireable offense. And I, I can't means- believe that I can't believe that they suspended him for two weeks that aren't during the season or there's no practice going on. Like, how the hell did they come up with that as a punishment to start? I anticipate the readers of that. Oh, they already said they are. He said he, the the president said he may have made an error on how how long of a suspension he made. Yeah, he's gone. No shit. (laughs) He should be fired. Yeah. and I, I, would, I, I, before this, I thought nothing but good things about Pat Fitzgerald. I don't think Holy he's going to make him, man. I think they're going to fight should him be, Especially since it's at Northwestern. Yeah. And they don't get, they're not going to put up with that shit. He'll get fired. His, he's going to get fired before his suspension's over. They're, they're going to let him go. And dude, they are fucked if he, when he's fired. Yeah. Because they're going to be even shittier. They're going to be the worst. They're, they're going to be, out. they're going to be horrible. Rutgers is going to be like, hey, <laughs> all right. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's it's just bad. I, yeah, it bummed me out reading that because I always like Pat Fitzgerald. Yep, you know, great story taken over for when the uh, the coach before him just like suddenly died and turned them into even an even better program for the most part. Like, damn, that's brutal. But yeah, he's gone four and twenty last years. It makes the decision a lot easier if you oh for sure factor that in on and off the field. Off the field's more important in this, of course, but like. Um, yeah, it, it he's gonna get fired. He will be fired before the end of the month. I guarantee it. There's there's no Maybe. chance he makes it through this. He, somebody I talked to was like, "This is kind. This kind of reminds me of the um, what the hell was the thing that happened where somebody somebody got in trouble last year for like off. Oh, his parents. Remember when parents oh, all yeah. that shit came? He, my yeah. my buddy was like, "It's just gonna it's gonna uh, roll over. It's gonna be like the parents stuff. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think I, it's this gonna. Is, this is this is gonna stay in the news." The alumni, right. the alumni, and also the alumni and donor bases at Iowa Northwestern, completely different, completely different environment, completely yeah. different mindset. So many media personalities. Did you guys see Robel's tweet? Oh God, no! Oh my God, he I was like saying, that. "I need, I need more information to come out about this before I make a judgment." Here's the metrics of the tweet at uh, Northwestern. Here's how much valuation the program lost. He is the fucking worst. I love yeah. I loved on part of my take when they call him and just be like, you're a fucking nerd and hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I I think um 
you know, you know, Adam Rittenberg tweeted that they ESPN like has a copy of the photo mm. of the whiteboard. Yeah, in the Ooh. locker room. Yeah, in the middle of the locker room, by the way. It That's wasn't just good. in the locker room. It was in the middle of the locker room. There's no way somebody in the coaching staff didn't see that shit. Well, yeah. because if if you walk past if you walk past a whiteboard in the locker room and there's a list in the corner that has like Shrek list above it, and your first instinct is, all right, what the fuck is a Shrek list? And you don't figure out what it is, then that is like a new level of like obliviousness and apathy that like again should disqualify you from your main job as like the developer of young men Mm -hmm. yeah because that's what it is i mean that's a whole aspect of being a football coach especially at the college level is you are you are spending so much time with these young men and you're trying to develop them and making them better people sending them out into the world and Doing this and allowing this to happen is doing the complete opposite of that. And that's where I think the biggest issue comes through is if you are, if you know about it, it's like you say, if you know about it, you're a terrible person for it. But if you didn't know about it, you're ignorant to what's going on, what you're in charge of. So that's where I stand on it. I think it's awful either way from Fitzgerald and Northwestern. And yeah, they need to revisit their stance on suspending him for two weeks. And he will probably give him and give him a harsher punishment. Yeah, he'll get fired. He's gonna. I think fired. so too. He's not gonna make it. The, the if, if this happened at like a big school, like say like Oklahoma or some shit, then he keeps his job. But mm-hmm. since that Northwestern, he's not gonna keep it. There's just no way that their alumni base is gonna be okay with keeping him around as the coach. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's too bad that this happened, but you know it's just dumb shit. I think it's going to be interesting because you know how the article said like during games they did gestures signaling that they would have to do those type of hazing things. Yeah. I wonder if some – there's definitely people watching all the Northwestern games for the last couple Dude. Of years, and there's yes. going to be video of like Pat Fitzgerald doing those gestures. And that's like – that's your smoking gun right there. You oh, yeah. That, that is a great – yeah, that's a great point. I did yeah. not think about that. That is that's a really It's going to pop up in the next couple of days and people are going to be like, and then Northwestern is going to be like, you got to fucking go, man. Like, we cannot – If for the people that want to defend him, they'd be like, we can't stand up for you, man. Like, you're done. I don't think I've seen – I think the only people I've seen defend him are boomers. And Ravel. just are – yeah, it's about it. – Ravel's basically a boomer. He's just – he's, he's a boomer in spirit. Right. I, 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 I've seen – there was – oh, my God. There's a reason why I barely ever read Spartan Mag anymore because the message board is just all boomer idiots. But <laughs> I was reading the Fitzgerald thread. Like, this was like when he had just gotten suspended. And like, there were boomers defending like hazing shit. And they're like, you shouldn't be fired for this. You know, this happens everywhere. This happened when we were in school. And then all this stuff came out, and the few people on that board that aren't movers are like, "But you feel really smart right now, buddy." That was a great take. Like, yeah, those are the only people that still are defending him are people like that. And they're like, "Well, it happened when I was that age." Yeah, when we, I was that age, yeah, we, we did. Ran, oh, we that doesn't make that it okay. Night. You guys also thought that uh, uh, 
segregation was okay too. So they probably still do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they still do. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> they... Well, we had that issue uh, with someone running their mouth off about it last night. We'll just leave it at that. Yep. Uh, yeah. Really if you're, stupid. we won't say anything else. If you're gonna mishandling nil funds is one thing. <laughs> Defending hazing and sexual abuse is is quite is 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 quite another. <laughs> yeah, that was not a very good look. No, at all. It it rough. Um, I will I will own up to it and then delete the tweet. I mean, great great sequence there. Um, that's a, that's how that's how it works. That's how, that's how we roll here. Um. No. Let's see. Is there anything else to talk about before we go? Are you guys on threads yet? I know Carter yep. is, and I, I made. Yeah. I did. I did make a threads. Yes, it's kind yeah. of dumb. I've yeah. barely been on there. I've used it a couple times, but it's not too much positivity. Yeah, and then you got to have your actual name on there too, which kind of ruins it. Oh like, no, you don't. You, you just have to. You have create... to. You have to make a new IG account. I understand that you can make a new yeah. IG account using through that, but I. Did was too lazy to do that, and I just connected my regular IG account. So can't no, can't no. be a complete dickhead on there like I am on Twitter. Unfortunately, not interested. Thank you. not interested. At uh, least it made me, Elon remove the rate limit, or he paid his yeah, Google Cloud bill, or whatever he had to do. A, guy is such a fucking idiot. Interesting. Looking into this, <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Thanks. I love. I love when people make fun of him for saying that, and then like all the Elon bots bots come defending him. I'm like, man, like I, one guy got so mad at me on there. I said he wouldn't piss on you to save you if you're on fire, man. And he's like, he said something like "kill yourself" to me. I'm like, okay, all right, great, good to see your priorities in life. Good talk. I would drink his piss. Good talk. I will open my mouth. No need to. Interesting or like that one tweet where it's like Elon Musk puts his dick into the car door. And it's like yeah. interesting gambit, sir. <laughs> oh, uh, NBA draft, NBA. Let's talk NBA. Oh yeah. Um, Carter signed the the Hawks signed Deontay Murray to a four year extension. That's uh, right. So where do you think Trey's going to go? I don't care. <laughs> Guy's been begging to be a Laker for so long. Deontay called all the draft picks when they got when they. Join the team and this other and this bozo's out here congratulating Gabe Vincent and spending all his time in LA. So well, the problem with him is if you trade him to LA, you ain't, you ain't getting much back. No, you're not. I don't. You you know what? Second his contracts up, he's gonna leave. And but Dejounte's locked in, so it's clear who cares about Atlanta Hawks basketball. Well, well good, I'm good. not. I don't know what to say about the Pistons, but good. I mean. Good luck to them. God, Jesus Christ. I I am actually somebody who's more positive about the Pistons than I think a lot of their own fans are. You're probably more positive than me. Yes, I do like I do like All Star Thompson. I liked both the Thompson twins. Their athleticism is supreme. They have high basketball IQ. They can't shoot. That's true, but they can do pretty much everything else. And I know that the Pistons need shooting, but I really, I mean, I do like this young core of Cade, Ivy, Duran. Now Thompson, they need to add a couple vets, but Monty's a great coach. I think they should be pushing for a playing spot this year. I liked, I liked them trading back. I liked them getting back into the first round and getting Marcus Sasser. Yeah, I do I like did, that pick. I think that was a good move. That's good value. 
they didn't have to give up a ton to do it. So it was kind of like a no brainer. Um, you know, I, I loved watching Marcus Sasser at Houston. He was a, he was a dog. He's a, he's a stud. EAWG dog. So he'll be, he'll be a good competitive presence. I think in the, in the facility, um, Ultimately, I think. Ultimately, I think whether or not the Pistons make the playoffs this year is like how many games Cade plays. That's it. Cade plays. If Cade plays forty-five games or more, they're probably in the playoffs. If he plays forty-four or less, we're back praying on ping pong balls. Well, the problem is with him. That's the thing that scares me about him is he could be he could be an All NBA player, but I don't know if he can stay healthy. That's my problem with him. Yeah. I mean, we have a we have a great. I like our core, but we yeah got to get this shit moving. And it just sucks. It just sucks they couldn't get a top three pick. Like, that was I, all I wanted. Was I could not believe it when 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 I saw the fifth. I'm just like, I was my jaw was like on the floor. I'm like, are you fucking dude? I just let these teams fucking tank, dude. Just I thought get, we had. I thought we were getting one Miyama. I'm like, holy shit! I, I hate how they're trying to get rid of tanking. Who gives a shit? They gave the Hornets the second pick. When was the last good Hornets draft pick? Fucking stupid. Just seriously, bring back the old – If you want the lottery, bring back the old goddamn rules. Just let the teams tank. Like, yeah. Who who cares? I agree. Like, remember they fined Dallas for, like, sitting players? Yeah. I'm like – Who gives a shit? Adam Silver sucks. Everyone's waking up to it, finally. Um, What – So what did you guys think of uh, Miles Bridges coming back? I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm not a yeah. fan. I'm not. I'm glad, I, I'm really glad the Pistons. I'm glad the Pistons didn't didn't put their hat in the ring. Yeah, I'm all for giving people second chances, but the shit he did was oh my god. Those pictures yeah. are so fucking bad. Yep. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I just wanted your insight, you know, just because he he was a he was a player for MSU, and it was just an interesting. It was a not interesting, but it was. Weird how all of a sudden, like, oh shit, they might sign him to a big deal, and then they're like, oh, we're going to give him an eight million dollar prove it deal. Like, Whoa, you're letting him come back. Damn. The sad part about this is all that I heard about him before all this stuff was good things. You never heard a bad thing about him. Yeah, yeah like you read, the- you read that Sports Illustrated story, and he was like doing Bible study with Tum Tum and Josh Langford. Yeah, yeah, him, Josh Langford, and Tum Tum were like, were like. Read it. We're like doing testimonies until like until two in the morning, and now he's just like, yeah, it's just like what I, the fuck, man. It's right. Like, um, they needed. No, never mind. I'm not gonna make that joke. Nope. <laughs> I self edited myself. I'll say it later. <laughs> um, nope. Nope. Not going there. I'll type it out. Um. <laughs> where? So what else is, has James Harden been traded yet? Or are they going to trade him? No, they are going to. There's apparently they're going to trade him though. But no one really wants him because he's just going to ask he's, out in a year. Yeah, they're not. If they trade him, they're not getting shit back for him. He was unhappy in. He was unhappy in Houston. They traded him to Brooklyn. He was unhappy <laughs> in Brooklyn. They traded him to Philly. Uh, Good thing I didn't say it. Uh, um. <laughs> I, I derailed Christ. it. I derailed it pretty bad. Um, I'm not acting like a new father. <laughs> I mean, again, he's not. Again, you're not going to get the return you the return like someone like Harden would necessarily command in a trade. It's, uh, but honestly, I think the best landing spot for him are are the Clippers. I think they could yeah, be pretty interesting much. with Harden. 
put him alongside Paul George and we'll take him aside Paul George and Kawhi. Well, the pro- the thing is, what, do you, what are they trading? What are they trading to uh, Philly? Philly, yeah, yeah, that's good. I don't know. Talent of basketball. They don't have. They have like no assets anymore. They don't really they're, have any young pieces or draft. Yeah, they'll trade Westbrook. They, 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 <laughs> that that trick that uh that Paul George OKC trade is going to go down as one of the worst trades in NBA history. It was a smart trade to be at the time, but like, holy dude, shit. they gave up SGA Jalen that fourteenth pick, Jalen Williams, who was an All Rookie Team player this year. That that is going to be a lot. That's going to be an all time. The Thunder or just sit on draft picks like us, like that. Dude, they, Sam game. Presti is a freaking genius, man. Yeah, they have thirty-five. They have they have, uh, they have thirty-five first-round picks in the next seven years. That is wild. Or no, sorry, seventeen in the next seven years, thirty-five total. Oh and the, fun, the the crazy part about it is they're probably going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, they they're, they have a really good unit. They they could turn into an NBA Finals contender in like two trades. I oh, mean, for sure. Just Alexander yeah. is like a low key MVP. Candidate. Lou, oh, no doubt. Yeah. That, like that, that, that trade, trading him away was, that is going to go down as an all time shitty trade, man. I'm telling you, it's just bad. The Thunder have one of the more important components that like a scrappy upstart basketball team needs. And that is a white guy with a very punchable face and personality. <laughs> Jet. No, uh, no, uh Josh, Josh Giddy. Josh, Josh Giddy. Christian Leitner, Christian Leitner would basically just be like Bryce Hall if he was around today. Like, <laughs> like if Josh, like if Christian Leitner was born in 2011, he'd just be fucking Bryce Hall. <laughs> um. Dude, but the worst, I think the worst trade, and this is, they did this to themselves, was that Beal trade. They didn't have a choice, but like, yeah. they, they, that contract they signed it for him, but the Washington signed him to was so bad. Like, they let him put a no trade clause in. He could basically dictate where he wanted to go to. Yikes. That is, that's rough. Ran. What, what is the, Carter, you follow the NBA more closely than I do. Like, what's the, how is this Dame situation going to happen? Because I've seen things like, like his agent is like, t- his agent like has, like Shams gave him his password. So he's just like tweeting <laughs> off Shams' account. Like, Dave Lillard, <laughs> Lillard, we're fucking light a piece of dog shit on fire at the front door of any facility that's not the Heats if he's traded there. Yeah. I think both both sides are gonna wear down until Dame Dame Lillard is with the Miami Heat. I mean, Portland doesn't like they're not gonna get a good package back. They're not. You're gonna have to get a third or fourth team involved, and it's that might be that might be where uh, Harden goes to L.A. I think San Antonio gets involved somehow because I saw that they're like a rumor, but I do think eventually Damian Lillard ultimately winds up in Miami. They're gonna that they're gonna be that package is gonna suck. They're gonna get like Tyler Hero. But the thing is, but the thing is, is I kind of like what Portland has with like Scoot Henderson, Shaden Sharp, Mm. uh, Anthony Simons. They have good pieces. He's pretty good young core. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Miami best I can do is Tyler Hero. Tyler (laughs) Hero and like Duncan Robinson and like God. Adonis Haslam. Adonis Haslam. There. (laughs) All right. I know this is gonna sound. This is this. I'm gonna sound. I, 
you guys probably won't agree with me on this, but I really hate how these um, players can hold these uh, small market franchises hostage like this. This is Adam Silver's NBA. Dave I really Turner hate. I hate. Come up out of the grave and like. I do hate something this. about this. Because because can you imagine what if the if this shit happens in the Pistons and Cade, which is inevitable if he's good, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fucking pissed. No, I agree with that, you. That. That's oh man, that's gonna suck. You you just spoke that into existence, man. It's prop, <laughs> dude. I mean, look at all these guys that are forcing their way out of small markets. Damn it, Kate is gonna play. Kate is gonna play seventy games this year. Make second team All NBA, and then immediately ask, ask for, request, ask for a immediately trade. Re- request a trade. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tony's gonna be like, Tony's just gonna defend him. Like, Hey guys, yep. let's support. Let's support Cade. We're, it's okay. Let's. We're gonna root for Cade when he goes to some other team, even though he was only here for four years. He's gonna have a car reaction video of him crying. He's like, oh, I love Cade so much. I just, I just can't wait. I just, can't, I'm just gonna support him wherever he goes next. Lucas, why is your Tony Dombrowski impression just Scott Malkinson? I got be Tony Dombrowski. <laughs> Tony Dombrowski is the worst thing to happen to Detroit sports Twitter. There's another one that works for a certain company, but uh, I'll uh, I'll leave it be. That might be pretty bad. Maybe I should edit it. Yeah, maybe not. I'm it okay. doesn't work for them anymore. For real? Yeah, he's gone. Oh, he left. Oh, oh, I was talking about uh, Ryan Armani, Ryan Fox, as I call. Oh, him. Ryan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a dumbass. Fuck him. I remember calling him Ryan Fox, and you're like, "No, his name's Ryan Armani." I'm like, "Oh, whatever. It's funnier." He's I'll never forget what Tim I Apple. found. I'll never forget what I tweeted out the story of his brother getting cucked. <laughs> I forgot about that. And he DM'd me, and he was like. Because he was like, MSU fans are all scumbags. And yeah. then I was like, I was like, your brother's a cuck. And he was like, Do you really have to stoop so low? It's like, you called me a scumbag. <laughs> uh or the God. dude, I am so happy that she handed Justin left Woodward. Yeah, yeah. that's thank good. God. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Spartan Dog SD4L show left Woodward. So Where the just, fuck was doing, I? They're just doing their own. They, they left like a couple weeks ago. You had a baby. You're you're probably <laughs> yeah, like you with kid. your baby. <laughs> Holy shit. Lucas, are you having an Aunt Wright moment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, did you guys see what pick the Pistons got in the draft? <laughs> Nothing crazy in the NFL has been happening. Um, let's see. And well, NHL, we just talked about to bring cat coming. Um, the world can be at peace now. We can turn off the the DEFCON signs. We can pull back a couple minutes on the doomsday clock. Can um, talk about the situation with Britney Spears and Baguette Bingham. Okay, Baguette Bingham, so fucking <laughs> stupid. So, yeah, the fact that the, the, they feel that they need to talk to Victor about this is just fucking dumb. I'm yeah, sorry. it's 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 way overblown, but it's and I guess of, a bunch of it's his just so funny. This just feels like a real life South Park plot. <laughs> a bunch of like he he under like he underperformed expectations at his first summer league game, and I saw like on my for you timeline, I just saw like five Britney Spears stand accounts just like shredding. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> it's so funny. 
funny. They were calling him a bust. I was like, you don't know what a bust is. <laughs> you never watched a second Wait, of sports Brit- in your life. Britney Spears stand account ex- accounts exist. That's the first this thing I'm awesome. oh, funny. That exists for everything, man. Dude, I, I, I have not ventured into that world at all. I never plan to. It's a horribly overblown situation, but God, it is so funny. It is really funny, but I feel I do feel kind of bad for Victor. Oh, I feel terrible nothing. for him. He had nothing to do anything. with this. He didn't do shit. And people are just like frying the shit out of him. Um, we also have to say R.I.P. to that guy who fell at that game on the by the bleachers where his knees just completely blew out. What? Oh, I saw that in this video. video. Was that on clips that go hard? I haven't no, this isn't. Know, like, clips that go hard just post the most like. He doesn't videos. die. Hold on, I'm gonna send it in the group in the chat. It was like a guy who like yeah, he like blew out his knee like on the bleachers. As someone who's blown out his knee, I immediately felt sick to my stomach. Ryan, have you seen it? No. I'll send it to you so you can look later. Okay. Oh my god, it it I like got shivers down my spine watching it. it I'm is, watching it right now. Okay, oh my so god, this is like you just get like is this like little like... league? Is this like travel baseball? I don't know, but oh no. my god, oh my god, <laughs> oh god, do I really want to watch this after this? I probably it's, don't. You don't see it in graphic, but you can just you get that sick to your gut feel. Ugh. Like um, he's walking down the stairs, and then he just like oh. Yeah, like he slips and then both of his knees just bend forward and they're like, you're not walking anymore, bitch. It it's almost like a video game death animation. Like yeah. he just kind of like he fell on it, like he went down to his knees and then like fell forward. And he like can't get up. Like he's just like Oh my god. Yeah, fuck that. Brutal. That sounds terrible. That sounds awful. Um I think that's about wrapping it up. I'll edit uh, I have one more thing. Sure. I want people to stop bitching about uh, crystal balls and people yeah. changing them. Please stop because you sound fucking stupid. Because they, they, these guys got intel from the West Coast version of Alan True a day, like a day before Dylan Williams was set to commit. They put in crystal balls because he's silent committed to the staff. And then Oregon apparently came in with a huge NIL deal and they got him, like, and people are pitching. Well, they changed their crystal ball, like, last minute. It's like, yeah, no shit. What, what are they supposed to just present it with new information? When you get new in- information, exactly, it's stupid. So people need to stop bitching about people switching up their crystal balls. And you could also just pay the eight dollars a month or whatever the hell it is to read stuff on the on the boards, and they can get rid of crystal balls altogether, which I think they should do. But hey, what do I know? Yeah, get a life. Um, so yeah, I think that's about wraps it up. Um, anyone here watch the bear? I have not like four episodes through. It's good. It's a good show. I'm so, I'm like months behind on a lot of shows. I'm like, no, they just dropped the new season. They just dropped the new season on this. I'm I'm months behind on a bunch of different shows that I, I've been watching secret invasion. So behind. Dude, I'm so behind on all my comic books and everything. It's really stressful. <laughs> my my K dramas <laughs> and my animes. Oh, new episode of uh, what the hell is the show with uh, Wilma, with uh, Danny McBride, uh, oh, Righteous Righteous Yeah, new new episode. Yeah, I'm behind on I'm behind oh, no. on that. I need to catch up. Florida uh, Succession. 
But I want to I want to end the episode with a fun fact for you fellas. Uh, did you guys know that Whataburger is the only fast food chain in America that begins that begins with the letter W? I did not know. Oh, Wendy's exists. So that's yeah, Wendy's weird. nuts fit your mouth. <laughs> ah, you got me there. Uh, We're back, baby. We'll probably record in two weeks, so I will have seen Oppenheimer and uh, maybe Barbie. Oppenheimer is the first movie I'm going back to the cinemas for after the baby. Nice. Maybe Mission Impossible. I don't know. Cassie doesn't want to go see it, so I got to figure out how to do it. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend The Bear. Uh, Secret Invasion's okay. It's fine. It's all right. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, okay. Oh, but I do have to say Oppenheimer is going to be great just to see the reaction when you see Sip Killing Murphy full on hang dong in the movie, like they say. Will it be a fat man or a little boy? <laughs> go, I, I'm going to go to 70 millimeter and just have his dong just like right here. Like, man, Nolan, Nolan filmed it the way it was intended. Are you going to watch that with Trevor? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, if I can't get a fourth for our golf outing, I think we're gonna do it. I uh I'm gonna get his ass I, up here. I saw um you know that the IMAX reel is eleven miles long for Oppenheimer. Yeah. Uh eight of it is just the scene of Killian Murphy hate. He's like Doctor he's like Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen. He's just hanging down all the time. <laughs> There's a tweet that was like if he does if Nolan doesn't cut from him like coming to the nuke going off. I think I shared that tweet, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that. Now I read the book, so timeline wise, it wouldn't add up. But like that'd be really fucking funny if he did that. I think it win best picture. I think you have to kind of give it the Oscar at that point. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, great to be back, fellas. Uh, Ryan, if you want to come on next time, yeah, just let me know, work. fellas. Yeah, don't bring Chad on. He's for your pot. Oh man. Yeah. Damn. Um but uh Carter, SD, good to be back. Yep. Yeah. Let's uh we'll good to be back and we'll be back in two weeks. We'll do every two weeks just because there's really not a whole lot going on. And then once the week of the season starts, the week before Labor Day, then I think we'll start to go to one a week. Um ramp it up. Perfect. Um good. all right, we will talk to you in two weeks and uh Go green. Go white. Go white.